welcome to best song ever. <laughs> Whoa! It's me, the old prospector, Luke LeBen. Um, I'm back from my vacation. I'm here with my dear friend, Kevin Connor. Yeah. Hey, Kev. Hi. Uh, you probably didn't recognize me. I know the voice thing first, but also, like, I just got back from vacation. I'm very tan. I've got the typical vacation braids and cornrows, obviously. It's um, it's something. You're, you were glowing, but I don't know with what. Right. I uh, Yeah, I was glowing with radioactive material. I got superpowers. Uh, you know, you could see the face tattoos. I uh, did some body modding. I'm part machine now. So, uh, yeah, a lot of big changes. But it's just, you know, it didn't, it didn't change me. I'm just the same old Luke. I'm I'm your buddy. Well, good. Listen to music uh, with you. You keep, your robot eye keeps winking at me, so I don't know if you're if if you're being honest or if it's like ha ha ha. But uh, you know, it's, I'm glad you're. You'll never you're, know. You're doing your thing. Yeah. I'll be honest, Luke. Given the opportunity to become part robot, I would do it in an instant. And which part? I know what you're <laughs> thinking. <I> <laughs> No, I think I think like I would totally just like I'd get my left arm replaced. Yeah, yeah, that'd be like cool. imagine you'd just be a winner. Imagine soldier. like oh, oh shit, like I need a screwdriver and it's like and Inspector Gadget shit comes great. out and just like boom. Yeah. I'd probably swap an eye, you know, get like the little predator heads up display. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think um, just dealing with my current situation, I'd get some robot sinuses that don't. Uh, bother me all the time and plug up my nose because it's allergy season. It's going crazy over here. So I would definitely, that's what I should have done instead of just getting this dumb eye like the Terminator should have gotten some robot sinuses. But, you know, you're there at the robot body mod counter and they're just saying, what do you want? You're flipping through the book. And I just... I said, okay, give me the robot eye. It'll be cool. But, you know, now I'm regretting it a little bit. Uh, you know, regrets and body modifications go uh, hand in hand at times. They do. Sometimes one causes the other. Sometimes it's the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it is what it is. Uh, did, I, uh, did I mean to get a back tattoo that said Fall Out Boy will be the perfect band forever? No, but you're uh, glad but you did because it's still true. It's what is true is that that two tattoo definitely exists for sure. Not a bit. <laughs> it uh, it's it's my entire back. It's twelve. It's like thirty point font. I uh, yeah. It's it's about as as bad as a. Uh, it's as it's coming around to the front a little too. I could see it peeking out in your V neck there. <laughs> Huh. It, it's there's just boy across my stomach <laughs> yeah the um, line breaking was uh suspect well i'd say in a few years of sessions you could get that thing removed so don't worry about it well this is of course best song ever we don't just swap out our body parts for robot parts uh we also play great music and we're gonna play some fantastic new songs for you today a lot of times on this show, we're playing artists that we knew of or uh, we're familiar with. But to, I, I love discovering an up-and-comer, you know? And uh, today I got three artists that I'd never heard of. They're some solid up-and-comer DIY artists, and they've got some great songs. So I'm going to play some great DIY jams from some noobs. The first of these noobs is a very talented producer and singer who goes by the name Just Jay. Now I see you, Kevin. You're clicking and clacking away, uh, trying to look this guy up. But uh, it's actually the the guy behind the project. His name is James Prattley Watson. But Just Jay is spelled J-X-S-T-J. So it's like... You know how people love with your traverches and your alves. People love switching out letters. Your pivorous. Your pivorous, which 
we were talking when you said I have tickets to see Paris, my mind was blown that their name was Paris and not Pivris after all these years. Like they played yeah. like three years ago at Mopop and I've been calling them Pivris. I bought those tickets in February of last year and it was a show from May and I was like, hey, I've heard about this coronavirus thing, but like it'll be fine by May. And that show's been delayed twice already. Yeah. And you were like, well, now that I know their name's Paris, I don't even want to go. I thought they yeah, were Yeah, where's Pivris? It's just not the same. But anyway, this guy's name is, I guess the fun way of saying it is Jixtus J. <laughs> but I think it's just J. Uh, and we will find out when he releases his debut album, How to Pronounce Just J. So, there you go. If I said it wrong, I'll find out when I hear the full album. He had previously released two very well-received singles and then released a third, which is called Alone. And that's what we're going to listen to. And he makes these songs in his bedroom in NYC. And this guy is taking bedroom pop to the next level because the production on these is fantastic. And I heard this song and I just love the sunny and colorful and unique production. And I listened to it multiple times because it was so catchy. This song is about falling in love and choosing to be with someone. And there is a great video that I think you should watch and we'll discuss when we come back. So let us be alone no longer. And together, we shall listen to Just Jay with Alone. I just want to make sure you get your footing. I've been carrying you around for a few minutes now. And yes, thank you. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, reenact the video. Yeah, that was cool. I, I, the video description said, uh, a hilarious, surreal indie pop tale of two dudes lifting each other up in a Brooklyn park. And I was like, Oh hell yeah. Like I'm all for the homies supporting each other and just like 
this big no, buff no, dude no. walks onto screen, and I'm like, oh damn, like mm, some, some toxic masculinity is coming. Nah, he just carried our dude no. Just Jay around for a couple minutes. They he did. Uh, they um, took some cool videos. Yeah, then, that's what I like because at first you're just like, oh, is he just gonna be like a buff prop carrying around Just Jay? But then they're like, they're like hanging out and singing. I feel like it's supposed to kind of like mirror a relationship because it's like just jay's alone and then he just gets whisked away by this guy and then they're sitting there and they're like filming each other with a 90s camcorder <laughs> that's like part of my favorite yeah part where i was, like cuts to like the view from the 90s camcorder and like you know singing and jamming out and happy and loving and jay directed this video and the press release said that it like represents the helplessness of like falling in love and how sometimes you need to be lifted up out of a rut. And so I like that sort of imagery of him literally lifting him out of the rut. Yeah. And I like how the one shot where he's standing, it's like the overhead shot that zooms way out and he's alone in the middle of the field. And then they like recreate it with him. And I believe the guy's name was Mark Haynes, the big buff dude. Um, I only wanted yeah, super. I wanted one thing out of it, and I wanted a reversal. If only oh, for you a wanted moment. him to lifting him up. Yeah. Well, I I think maybe. Uh, no offense to Just Jay, he's not the most buff guy. Uh, I don't know if he could have supported that weight. But you know, uh, there's there's the movie last... magic to be done, Luke. We're we there is done some uh, some special. Yeah, effects they could have just swapped their heads. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I did very much enjoy that last slow motion shot of Jay just like jumping into his arms. Yeah, uh, to be carried once again. Super fun video. Super great production on the song. Great fun sunny track. Yeah, I'm excited to hear more. I uh, I'm I'm gonna keep an eye out for that album for sure. For sure. So that was Just Jay with Alone from How to Pronounce Just Jay out July 23rd. Luke, you have a DIY Do Everything Artist is your first song. Yep. And so do I. Uh, and well, looky here. So I'm going to bring us a track today from Scottish artist Sam Gellatry. Oh, that name sounds familiar. He has put out a few uh, a few albums so far, and he's got his fourth one out, which is titled Four. Aptly named. Hey. And, uh... What's interesting, I was reading a bio about him and that he has synesthesia. So I think that's a condition that a lot of musicians, a lot of people that have it tend to be musicians. You see colors for sounds or you see one thing and it triggers different senses or hear something and, oh, and yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, everyone every, that I seem to read about that has it is a musician in some way. And I don't, hmm. it's, it's cool. And it, he really talked about how not in in creating music he was able to create songs that not only had a certain sound but adhered to a certain palette and that's yeah. crazy and this this ep he just put out four has four songs that have four different moods and four different palettes wow that's cool and i always like think of that in my head like oh this song reminds me of this color and i wonder if i have that or if that's just my me thinking that yeah it's it's kind of incredible i'm i'm, I'm kind of i don't want to say jealous but like i'm I, I wish i could check it out maybe uh yeah get, get that plug in for my robot eye yeah uh but gallatry was born far far away from all the electronic capitals of the world in scotland and uh he really made an effort to seek out the world's best electronic music and his major influences when he's younger were Daft Punk and Flying Lotus, which nice. I mean can't do much better. Yeah. He is the sole force in the production, writing, vocals, mixing, and mastering on this project. And what I'm gonna play today is the second track, which features sharp alternating beats of black and white, which in the music video it actually starts with a photosensitivity warning because it's really uh, stroby and and just like back and forth, back and yeah. forth, really, really quickly. Uh, we won't. But that's probably how he visualized the song while making it, right? 
Yeah, I'd, I'd have to imagine that's the case. Uh, unfortunately, this is an audio medium, so we can't show you the strobe lights, but I don't know. Close your eyes and move your hands really fast in front of your face, unless you're driving, and then don't. Yeah. But let's go ahead and give a listen to Duo from Sam Galatry. song was super cool super fun and funky i when it played i was like wait a second i've heard this before and i had heard it probably why i knew his name because i believe it was sent to me and i clearly overlooked it um and forgot about it but it was really good i felt like i uh i i felt like i had neglected this when it was quite the jam very well produced i really liked the part when he said I wish you the best in all your future endeavors. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like there's some tension, some drama going on, Ooh. some friends who don't want this person to be with Sam. Uh, but then he he gives some of that nice sentiment in the chorus there. But yeah, I really dug the sound. And then just the little shreddy, and then we're out. Just yeah. a little shreddy, then you're out. It, I was like, it Whoa. does not overstate its welcome. That. It's a Two no. minute and seven second song, and like it ends, and you're like, "Whoa, play it again! I want to hear it again." Yeah. Uh, and you gotta, you gotta love that when, it's, when, you know, you don't skip it because by the time you even consider it, it's already over. Hey, do you know what you call it when you uh, do a little guitar solo right before, and then you leave? Call it a shred sit. <laughs> I gotta go. I have to leave. What you're? Uh, <laughs> you can't handle that. It just wasn't even good, Luke. Do I need to put some robot ears in who understand good humor when they do, hear it? Do I need to? Uh, you need to uh, get Damn some it. sort of how robot getting, comeback machine. How, how so am I getting beat by someone who just said shreds and shregs again? Shregs, shregs it. it. It's awful. It's great. Oh, I'm pretty proud of that one. Uh, anyway, I'm, cool I'm, song. I'm going to give you that W, but uh, that that hurt me deep in my soul. You give me that W, I'll give you this HW. It's a bobblehead I have of George H.W. Bush. Oh, thank you. And it's yours now. I'll put it with my other ones. But that joke was acceptable. <laughs> acceptable, no, but it... Uh, <laughs> happened and uh we're just gonna have to live with it 
That was Sam Gillitree yeah. with Duo from 4, out now from Viewfinder. Alright, well you know what I got. I got another DIY producer and songwriter here. Uh, this one recently announced his sophomore album, Wander Kid. This is J.W. Francis, which it's kind of weird because my dad's first and middle name is John Walter, and he goes by J.W., and a lot of the time and my wife her middle name is francis and it's like a nickname i always call her francis so i was like jw francis did my dad and my wife team up for an album but alas it's this guy's name uh before you go on luke can i get the street you grew up on your first pet and your favorite teacher god damn it you know as i was saying that i was like should i be putting this information out there I think that's fine. <laughs> um, yes. So my that's... first pet was Mr. Gatorberg, and he was a gator. <laughs> which we didn't talk about this in the vacation part, but I saw some gators, dude. You saw some gators. They, uh, I saw gators. Uh, they were out in the lagoon out behind the house we were staying in, and uh, they uh, really you just see their heads. As they float through. Now, Luke. But I kept saying, because... What? Were these gators? Or were these crocodiles? They were gators. They were gators. You don't get crocs down there. This is gator country. I, uh... Listen, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a secret. I don't know the difference. I think crocs are bigger. I'm not totally sure. I just know because where we were is, like, you're getting close to Florida. So, uh, like... It's swamps and lagoons. My, it's gators. My only like indication that there's gators in Florida is the football team, and oh really? Yeah. Like besides that, like I, I so I guess it's gators. It's gators, baby. <laughs> um, no, yeah, they got gators down there. I remember them from when I was a kid. We were pretty laxed around the gators when I was a kid. I remember just like walking, be like, "Hey, there's a gator there." Just, uh, just a just, very just... small Luke standing in the mouth holding it up. <laughs> It's like, mom, look at me. Um, but no, uh, we saw just like they poke up and they just like swim around and they'll just like pop up. And it was kind of creepy because sometimes you wouldn't see them. And then they're just like right at the shore. And they like, we were fairly close and they don't really f- fuck with you unless you fuck with them, you know. Mm-hmm. But I kept saying, never turn your back on a gator. <laughs> Because, like, we'd be out there looking at him. And then Kyle, like, goes to turn around. I'm like, that's Gator 101. Never turn your back yeah, on a Gator. Never turn your back <laughs> so on a Gator. I would walk in backwards every time. And just, I'm watching my eyes on yep. their weird little eyes that are on the side of their head. Smart. Um, Smart. That's why That's that's yeah. why you're here. Had you turned your back. Solo podcast, yeah. baby. Oh, actually, I didn't tell you. I did turn my back the one time, and that's why I have the robot eye. Snatched it right out. Right out the socket. Them gators. Um, They're quicker and more agile than you think. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, tell Um, me about J.W. Francis. Hey, thanks, because I was, like, just trying to do the math in my head of, like, how did we get to gators? (laughs) Um... Not sure, but J.W. Francis uh, is coming out with this fantastic album, Wander Kid, and uh, he is he is the titular Wander Kid because this motherfucker is on a two thousand mile trek across the Appalachian. That's some nuts. What? Stuff. And he said this about the album: Wander Kid is an album about escape. It's supposed to be a gut punch of a record about an anti-hero named Wander Kid who wants to get out, that's all caps, out of his living situation, out of his head, out of his life. And obviously the quarantine only intensified this idea of wanting to get out and uh, it inspired this Appalachian hike that he's on. So it's kind of cool because not only is... He making the album, but it's like he's living it. He is the Wander Kid. He has gotten um, out. Yeah. And he we're about to hear this song called John Take Me With You, 
which digs into that feeling. And, you know, I played Alone, which is about, like, falling in love. This is, like, the other side of it where you're, like, take me with you. You're leaving. I don't want you to leave. Take me with you, you know? So, um, it's a fun, sunny, bouncing driving song, but there's still some of that longing in there as well. So... Let's take a listen to J.W. Francis with John, Take Me With You. You know I gotta give that a hot dickity dog. Yay! This this might be out of left field, but it kind of reminded me of the Strokes. Oh, that's a good right? point. I I, I like get it, that. I get that. This it was of... a really melodic guitar part and like the yeah. kind of like buzzy vocals. I was like, I was sitting there like trying to figure out like, like who does this remind me of? Like this is definitely someone. And it like halfway through it clicked. I was like, "Oh, this is definitely that's, like kind of like the Strokes." That's interesting. Yeah, because I definitely get that when you say it, and I feel like I was trying to think like this kind of reminds me of something. I can't think of it, but yeah, that that guitar part, I can see that uh, for sure. The sort of like rhythm part definitely sounds like their newer stuff, like the adults are talking. Yeah. Um, even though JW doesn't really sound like 
Julian Casablanca. It's more the music no, it's, that sounds it's like a, the strokes. Yeah. But even in the production almost, like it's it's yeah. that buzzy mic feel that I feel like they do they've both done. I, I really liked it. I want to yeah. hear more. Like I see he's got yeah. other singles out from this year and I'm I'm gonna give him a try. I know another one started playing, it sounded pretty cool along those same lines. But yeah, I really dig his style. I like that guitar sound a lot. I also love the album art for this. It's like a rainbow going yeah, into and it the looks black like abyss of space. All of his other uh, singles from this year also feature a rainbow. So I'd imagine that's probably going to be the album artwork in some capacity. Nice. It's cool. Very appropriate yeah, for June. And, yeah, for sure. And uh, I, he's got a cool style. Like I said, there is... Uh, it goes past just being a sort of catchy, sunny song because you can sense there is some something else going on in there. Like there's that yeah. longing and a bit of pain in there. And I feel like that style, like you're saying with the like stroke sort of style, I feel like it's good because it is so catchy, but then you can, it, it give lets on that there's more going on. Uh, so that was J.W. Francis with John Take Me With You from Wander Kid, and that is out October 1st on Sunday Best Recordings. So that one won't be coming out for a while because he's got to finish his trip and around the Appalachian. Those 2,000 miles. The man's miles. very busy. Yeah. He's got lots of miles to get through. Just give him some time, okay? All right, Luke. I'm, I'm going to bring up a subject I know you don't like to talk about, but it's necessary for this next artist. Here I goes. just need you. I need you to just stick with me, all right? Okay. I'll do my best. Former San Francisco cornerback Anton Exum has oh, an album out. Oh, motherfucker. What do any of those words mean? <laughs> I mean, like, I know them all separately, but together? Huh? Well, San, Fr- San Francisco is a city in the Bay Area of California. Fran Francisco? What are you even saying right now? <laughs> Quarterback is uh, the person that defends the wide receivers in a defensive scheme. Oh, okay. And Anton Exum has a great album out. So this motherfucker's he a football is player? A, a wait, former wait, player. This motherfucker's a football player? And then yes. he's trying to dabble in the arts where where us nerds and weirdos live? Get the fuck out of here. Well, I'm going to say that even before leaving the league, uh, he would produce music in his off hours and freestyle in the locker room. And even at a discussion with like the front office of the 49ers, and they were like, we hear you do music. And he thought they were going to try and shut him down and say, like, focus on football. And they, they were, were like, like, we love it. We're Keep jamming. Doing it. We love it. That's awesome. Yeah. So... And in the hyper-masculine world of football, Exum often brought a, quote, androgynous attitude to everything he did in the style of Prince or David Bowie. Uh, The latter is the inspiration for his dog's name. So, fantastic name there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But after suffering a litany of football-related injuries and being cut from the team, a minor heart procedure had him unexpectedly flatlining on the operation operating table as he was resuscitated he thought of the lyrics he'd written for the song muffin years in lydian quote if i die i'll be back Hmm. so we've got some depth here and he's back now with a new album that came out last week uh zardinal coffee it's like cardinal but spelled Mm. with an x yeah uh today i'm gonna play the first single off of it it's my favorite song in the album it's kind of a poppy but haunting anthem of the hidden mysteries we all hold within mm. ourselves. Uh, so let's take a listen to Dark Kept Secrets from Exum. I got it on you for the silence of the whisper. From the dead. I taught you how to reassure me that it's just a
So when you tell me about this quarterback who's made a song, I was picturing a bit of like... Did you say corner? Corner. That's what I thought you said the first time, but then when you said it the second time, I thought you said quarter. No, corner. Um, different different did, position. Different I don't side remember of the, the... And what does the cornerback do again? All right, so... You know, all right, we're gonna we're gonna start at step one. A, oh my god, how long is this a quarterback throws a ball to a wide receiver, right? Yeah, I know that. Okay, part. the cornerback is the defensive player that guards that. Okay, <laughs> forget I asked. <laughs> my point is, when I heard there was gonna be a football player song, I pictured some version of the Super Bowl Shuffle. I thought he'd be like. I'm a football guy running down the field. Check out my car. It's got football wheels. And then he points to his car, and there's just big footballs where the wheels would be. Um, Which are the worst that's ball to have as thinking. a wheel. Yeah, no. I mean, you'd have to, like, turn them sideways or something, have the points sticking out. Maybe then it could work. But um, you'd rather have a basketball or a soccer ball for sure. Um, but... I was pleasantly surprised. This was a very well done track. Um, I could definitely hear a little uh, Prince and Bowie influence, especially at the end. It gets a little 80s ish, and yeah. there's that sort of a uh, shreddy guitar in there. Um, and uh, <laughs> I was like, I mentioned shredding. Do I make another shred? Uh, shred pun? Do it, do it, do it. What, did he get Shreddy Mercury to play on the song? Who was that in there? Um, so. <laughs> I. <sighs> did you get it out? Did you express yourself? I just, I, I can't. I don't, I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't want to do the show anymore? I don't, I don't want to shred anymore. Uh, well, Luke, football players are football players are often shredded. That's true. Oh shit! So yeah, that's, that's a good point. I so you missed an opportunity that. to to make that better, um, right? But I don't know that to you're trying to make shredded. these good, so it works out. Uh, like, uh, hey, this guy's so jacked and he's making songs. What is this shredded beats over here? Uh, <laughs> like shredded wheat. Shredded beat. Uh. <laughs> that was Dark Kept Secret off of Zardinal Coffee. Uh, just out from Uke. Hey, did you see that movie about the zombie guitar player? It's called Shaun of the Shred. So my last song comes from a band from Toronto called Ducks Limited. Or Ducks LTD. I mean, limited is really the proper, but... I'm, I'm into this oh, already. No, you have them? No, this just this oh, name okay. rules. I love it. <laughs> right? I think you will really dig this band in particular, Kev, because I know we're both fans of Kiwi Jr. And mm-hmm. uh this is in that vein, like some Kiwi Jr. Surfer Blood uh type dealio. Ooh. And their EP is called Get Bleak, and it recently came out More like Get Beak. Exactly. You'd think, oh, is it Get Beak? No, it's Get Bleak. And it's kind of cleverly named because when you listen, these songs are not very bleak. They're very sunny and jangly and uh, catchy. And you would not expect that from an album called Get Bleak. But uh, you will hear this on the song we're about to hear called Oblivion. So you might call me a quack, but I don't give a flying duck. Let's listen to Ducks Limited with Oblivion. God damn it.
gotta give that a hot diggity dog. Yay. A Hell hot yeah. diggity dog. I, uh, I like that because... Wait, wait. Did you hear what me, I said? Exactly. <laughs> good. I did. That one was good. I was okay with that. Good. Um, You're right. That was definitely in the vein of, of Kibu Jr. And, and bands in that genre. And I do like that... You know, you said they did not get bleak, but like... They are singing about Oblivion, which is like yeah. the end times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like how fun and jangly it is. And also an Elder Scrolls game. Oh, right, right. There you go. I love when an artist makes the subject matter heavier, but then the song itself is really like bright and catchy. And uh, yeah, he says something about I'm tired of looking at black on gray. And so I feel like... The lyrics, because I haven't really dug into the lyrics as much as I should, but there's a couple things you notice that's like, I think some of the lyrics are dealing with that bleakness, um, but the album itself is really engaging to listen to. And that guitar part's just so great, gets caught in my head. Reminds me of like your Wild Nothings or your Smith Westerns, that sort of era of uh, guitar rock that I really love. And this is a cool sound from a great new band i know you said you want to check out the song called annie forever because that is your girlfriend's name and uh i recommend everybody else check that out and the other songs on the ep uh it's out now go consume so that was ducks limited with oblivion from get bleak out now on car park records well, Luke, my last song today is uh, also bright and sunny, uh, but I think in a totally different way than uh, Ducks Limited was. I'm going to play a track from a Norwegian artist, Aura the Molecule. Ooh, I like that name. Uh, with previous songs that were reminiscent of the Eurythmics meets Jesse Ware, Bright Disco-y Pop is the name of the game today. I like that uh, There's name a really cool... Yeah, there's a there's a really cool like intimate vocal performance on this track, uh, but it's really a dancey jam that starts not like that at all. Like it's very stripped back and limited, just like those ducks. And uh, <laughs> it is a song that demands it demands that you put your hands up both lyrically and with its, with its catchy chorus. So why don't we listen to Creator from Aura the Molecule? Somewhere you don't belong, you don't belong 
everybody run what is our will and everybody run what is our will and everybody run and everybody run I will give that a big old juicy lordy lordy very gordy. Oh man, yes. I fucking loved that song. That was so right? much fun. And the yeah, the verse was a little like haunting and it's still catchy. It's still got the beat. I really liked that key sound, whatever that was. It sounded like some sort of manipulated piano um going on there. And then obviously the chorus it just rips. Mm-hmm. It, it's great i loved the and i was like picturing i'm like this sounds like a sort of like cult propaganda song loving the creator yeah <laughs> like well praising, and you know and the the chorus is but, just like it starts with know, hands up and i'm like yeah you got it i'm i'm doing it oh right hands up hands up love the creator now you gotta <laughs> love the creator um here drink this but then she says something about going into the creature and I'm like, is this like a Jonah and the whale situation? <laughs> they're like in the whale's belly, but they're like, hands up. I love my creator. And then Jesus saves them. The music uh, from video. The whale. That was way is, before Jesus's time. The music video is about like preparing for like the very soon coming apocalypse. Okay. So like I, it's, it's a wild journey. I'm, and I'm here for it. Yeah. I like it. And because it's just so like fun and catchy in the chorus, but there is, there's something weird about it, but I love it. It's just it's stuck in my head. I'm excited to listen to it a lot more. Well, you're going to get more because uh, she has an album out next month. Give it to me. <laughs> so that was Aura the Molecule with Creator off of Human Safari out July 23rd from Mute Records. Well, we got one thing left to do, and that's talk about the music that we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. First up, Shouts to Fulamore. I played his fantastic song, The Journey, on here, and the album of the same name is finally coming out, and I'm very excited for that. Um, also, Cola Boy, who is great, has shown up on the Avalanches, al- the Avalanches album from last year. Uh, he showed up on Juan Waters' album from this year. Super great. Uh, and he has Prosthetic Boombox coming out, which I believe he has a prosthetic leg. There's one on the table in the album cover. Um, so that'll be a good one. And uh, then I mentioned her in my Spotify Only You, Joan Armitrading, who is a fantastic singer-songwriter uh, who I recently discovered uh, been making music since like the eighties and, uh, she has consequences coming out. So that is cool. And then, Oh baby, various artists on the F nine, the fast side yes! of soundtrack. Fuck. Yeah. Yes! I'm so jazzed. And I know I gave you shit for not seeing the fast and the furious movies before. Um, which you know, I kind of ironically love them. I don't know. It started ironically, but now I've I Luke. I've them, seen Fast and the Furious. I used to make. 
And I went on a date with someone to go see Fast Five and never went on a second date. So that's my history with the Fast and Furious franchise. I mean, those are two key installments, but I think you should watch Furious 7. But it's funny because Brian and I were talking about the naming of them, and it's Fast and the Furious. Okay, cool. Too Fast, Too Furious? Great. Beautiful. Hell yeah. Tokyo Drift? Nah, not great. Four, whatever. Uh Fast Five, title works, good movie. Okay. Fast and the Furious Six, fine. Furious Seven, okay. Cool. Um, Fate of the Furious with the eight what? after the F, getting a little wacky. And now it's <gasps> F Nine, the Fast Saga. <laughs> they, like they can never decide yeah. if they want to make it fast or furious or both. <laughs> it's like in college when I would be editing a project and I'd be like. Uh, you know, Project V1, Project Final, Project Final Final, Project Final Vinyl V2, exactly. Project Final V3, Final Final That's Final, exactly and now it. I will never name anything final. You've cracked it. This is all James Wan not being able to decide on which one's the last one. I think he only did like one of them. He's not in charge, but Vin's um, running but anyway, the show, baby. That soundtrack's coming out. Vin is running it with those pecs. Uh, what you got, Kevin? Uh, this week, 20th anniversary of Muse, Origin of Symmetry. Oh. Uh, an album that I am not as familiar with as some of their later stuff, but I was listening to briefly today, and I was like, oh, this is, this is some good old Muse. So I'm excited to hear some remixes upon that. Nice. And then two friends of the pod, we have Mickey Blanca with Broken Hearts and Beauty Sleep, and mm. Shungudzo with nice. I Am Not a Mother, But I Have Children, both out today. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm excited for that yeah. one. An exciting Friday. For sure. Yeah. Well, Luke, it's um, it's a big weekend. Oh, it is. It's Father's Day. And we got to split our time between all three of our daddies. Yeah. Oh, Father's Day. You mean three daddy day? <laughs> exactly. As I call it. Yeah. Uh, yes. We uh, are a Planet Amp podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetampodcast.com. Uh, check out all the other great shows and then pop on to the best song ever show. And uh, you can join the conversation in our Discord channel. And. Uh, it's been great, you know. I was on vacation, so I wasn't sharing that much, but still been seeing the conversations great. Every Friday, we're sharing what we're listening to. People are joining in and contributing, so join the conversation. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then, of course, offshelf.net. My Nassim U feature is coming out this week, so check that out. That was uh, one that I am very proud of. Had a really great conversation with her, and her album is in my top 20 albums of the year. It's so great. So go check that out. Whoa. And uh, before we go out, I wanted to do a little something special to end the show. So uh, on the day that we were coming back from vacation, I woke up in the middle of the night and saw a message on my phone uh, letting me know that my friend Rob had passed away. And, um, Uh, I don't know if you know, Kevin, like we were like best friends in high school. And uh, I remember I was still kind of in the popular crowd at the time uh, at my very small private school. But I saw Rob and some other kids and he had like a Zeppelin patch on his backpack and like a Ramones pin or something. So I was like, okay, these kids seem cool. We made a band and we would go over to our friend's house because he was rich and played zero music and just play with all of his like rich kid toys like go-karts and shit like it was a, a fun time and uh but we were like we were basically brothers i he lived down the street from me and we used to hang out all the time which like when i i went to school 20 minutes away from my house at a private school so it was like having a friend down the street was like a gift i was super excited and uh, and you know, I just, I, I, it's a bummer because I hadn't talked to him in a long time. We had sort of drifted apart and 
it's something I kind of regret. And I wish like right when I heard about it, just all these memories come back and I'm just like, I wish I could talk to him, you know, and like all the years that went by without talking. And then now you don't have the chance anymore. And so it's, it's quite a loss. And I wanted to, I wanted to play some music of his because Rob was an amazing musician he was one of the most gifted guitarists I've ever witnessed. He could play circles around me. Um, and we really like my love of music and comedy was fueled with him and was formed with him, you know? And, um, I was searching for the music. I knew I had some recording that he had made. Um, but then I remembered we had a group we made called Dumpster Days. Have I ever told you about this, Kevin? So this was me and my friends, Rob and Charles, and we made Dumpster Days, which it all started when I was playing guitar one day and he just started improving lyrics. It was musical improv, which I didn't know was a thing at the time. But I like I I had been listening to the recording I had and then yesterday I was like, oh my god, Dumpster Days, like I think it's still on MySpace. We had a MySpace page. And so I find the page and I'm like, like my heart's beating fast. Cause I'm like, I'm about to hear Rob's voice right now. Like, and he's gone. And like, so I was like, so like nervous, to like play it. I play it. And it didn't work. And so I currently am going back and forth with MySpace, trying to get them to get me the files. And it's like, it's this weird thing because it was like, just a silly thing that we did as kids. And I was like, Oh yeah, it's up on MySpace." But now it's this sort of precious thing to me because I'm like, this is something we did together. And it was like, uh, it's some, some of the most fond memories I have. It was so much fun doing those. And so I really hope I can track those down, but I, uh, I tracked down one recording that I still had of his. And this was when we were making a lot of stuff in garage band And so it's just like an instrumental electronic thing. I think it's funny that hearing what he made in GarageBand versus like me in GarageBand, just making around, making like silly stuff. And uh, he makes this like rich textured soundscape with like a complicated drum beat. And it's, uh, it's, I don't know if it was finished. I remember one time he was working on it for a long time, but, uh, but it's the music I have of his, so I thought I would share it. Rob had a tough life, and he overcame a lot of hardships, and he came a really far away, and I'm very proud of him, and I never got the chance to tell him that. Um, but it's definitely a really heavy loss, but I've I've heard people say this before when you lose someone, how like it's just the good things that you remember and it was just right when I heard the news, just all these great memories come flooding back. Um, and so while it's a huge loss, I just feel lucky to have had him in my life and to have a friend like that. So we're going to leave you with this song by Rob Buklowski called Left Empty.